0: This program is presented by Zeeland Lumber and Supply. Good afternoon, and welcome to the At Home Show on nine seven and 1450 WHTC. We'll bring you the latest trends and tips to improve where you live with leaders in the home improvement industry. The At Home Show is presented by Zeeland Lumber and Supply. Build. Trust. And now, here's your host of the At Home Show, Mark Vandenbosch.
1: And a warm welcome to all of you on the at-home show here on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC. Your host, Mark Vandenbosch, with you today. And we've got a good one planned for you today. We've got John Colley. He's a regular guest. We've gotten into a bit of a rhythm bringing John on quarterly. Just to give you a bit of a snapshot on the market, and the market is definitely having some movement. It's a great time to talk about the, the lumber side of our industry and what that means to you, whether you're a professional builder, a general contractor, remodeler, or even homeowner, today's topic really has some information that you will find helpful in the future. John, welcome to the show again. Hey, thanks for having me, Mark. Yeah, a little bit different today. You know, so often you've come into the studio, that's been fantastic, but today, just due to scheduling, we've got you over the phone, and so really appreciate you taking time out of out of your busy schedule. And uh, you traveling a fair bit here recently, uh, and coming on board and sharing your knowledge.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm just happy to be here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. So, those of you who uh, don't know, John is the uh, the senior buyer for the uh, Northeast region for USLBM and. Definitely a great partner of Zeeland Lumber and Standard Lumber and a wealth of knowledge, somebody that's been in our industry for a few decades. Now, John, before we jump into kind of some of the current realities and what your projections are for the rest of the year, maybe take us down that path of, you know, kind of what's been happening up until this point in 2023 in terms of commodity and availability and pricing.
2: Yeah, you know, uh, overall, commodity has generally been available. We've had a few periods of time where um, the market's tightened up a little bit, and you know, we, we had to we had to search for some some trucks to to get a few things. Uh, the Market for the most part's been um, maybe started the year a little oversupplied, and then and then uh, the milk retailments have started to correct everything that was going on, and I mean. We we really started the year with with mixed I guess signals in terms of what we were in for this year. You know we had the Fed that kept increasing the the rates and and uh, you know how it was going to affect mortgage rates was was an issue. Um, if they were going to overcook it and lead us into a recession and you know a, a whole a whole smattering of, of things that that really kept lumber pretty cool for the for the better part of the year and. You know, as of late, I think uh, a few folks maybe got a little short and uh, needed to cover some, some items. You know, the business really hadn't tapered off like some were expecting it to, and uh, you know, it's 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 up a little bit at this point. But um, you know, for the most part, uh, the the market supplied maybe a little short in inventory at the moment, but uh, production's coming back up, and uh, things are things are rolling.
1: For those of you who are just tuning in, you're listening to the At Home Show here on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC. Hope you're enjoying your day, wherever that day may be taking you. We have John Colley on. He's the U.S. senior buyer for the Northeast region. And he covers that entire northeast side of our, of our country all the way up until you know, Michigan and, and Michigan being on the west side of his region. And, John, a, a wealth of knowledge in relation to, to lumber and commodities. You had mentioned you know, a little bit of movement in, in relation to to pricing, availability. The last couple years, we've seen such a tremendous run-up in commodity pricing, availability challenges. And really up until this point, this year has been relatively calm and and. What do you expect for kind of the the third quarter and fourth quarter for our listeners?
2: Yeah, you know, with, with the market run-up that we've had as of late, it was really uh, based on some of the mills taking some summer curtailments and maybe some folks just being a little underbought, and then also a, a run-up in futures, which were, you know, kind of a, it was more of a short squeeze at, at the end there that they needed to, liquidate their positions and get out. And when they do that, they have to buy back in, and it pushes that market up a little bit. But what what we're actually seeing right now is we're seeing a lot of the summer curtailments start to come off in the next two weeks. Uh, you know, there's a lot of wood and reloads and in the hands of distributorships right now. And, um, you know, I think this week was sort of key where we're watching them uh, really get aggressive to liquidate their position because they know there's there's more stock uh pointed at them and coming at them, and, um, you know, uh, personally, I, I, you know, like reviewing everything and that's going on, it looks like it's probably going to settle back down. At least the rate of increases, it's pretty much stalled, and um, normally, normally when it stays flat like that for a little bit, you might, you might see a bit of a correction, but, but any, any correction really is just going to kind of put us back in that zone that we've been looking at for most of the year. There really hasn't been, a, you know, hundred. Well, from the from the bottom of the year to the top of the year there there's only been about a hundred and fifty dollar per thousand uh on board foot spread and you know if you equate that to, to regular terms it's you know less than a dime uh, per lineal foot on a 2 by four so it's it's definitely uh been a lot flatter than we've seen since you know
1: uh, covid anyway yeah and, and as you talk about that the the lack of volatility definitely has helped as builders and general contractors kind of plan their projects. Now that said, that's something that if you, if you're in that space, if, if you were a builder professional, you got to be aware a little bit for the next couple months, because there's a little bit of uptick in, in pricing. Um, it, it, would you say that, John, or, or or what recommendation would you give to our listeners?
2: Yeah, I'd say there is a little bit of an uptick in pricing. It's not, but it's not a runaway. If anything, it's probably more attributed to the OSB side of it, which is, you know, a complete different story than than the lumber side. But uh, the lumber's been relatively stable. It's up a bit, but I think it'll settle back down to kind of where we were seeing it run. Um you know, to start
1: the year. Yeah. And I'm glad that you clarified that we're definitely seeing more volatility on the OSB side. And that's something that uh, not too long ago, that was around $55 a sheet 12 months ago, (laughs) right? Right. (laughs) Up until this point this year, it's been in that low teens. Yeah.
2: And it's, but it's, it's actually been, um, a little bit of a steeper incline than, than lumber. And a lot of it has to do with production, uh, and, and how a lot of the different uh, businesses in our industry have gone to market. You know, I think I think, uh, I think um, th- there was a thought that business th- was going to be slower this year, and I think uh, a lot of folks didn't contract as heavy, and what that does is it puts more hands into uh, people that are speculating and making other types of purchases and creates a little bit more volatility in it. But overall, that market, uh, it, it's I think it's – it's supplied well. It's not um, necessarily always managed well, <laughs> and, and uh, I think there's a lot more production coming online, you know, soon, and it may it may correct that. But um, you know, the, the mills are the mills are really in control, where they're able to dial back production and produce product and and uh, you know it, and create scarcity in it at, at times when. The market needs it just to keep
1: numbers, you know, so they're profitable. Yeah, interestingly, as you talk about that, 20, 25 years ago, the amount of mills that were out there, different, you know, competing mills, was certainly a, a, a tremendously more than what we're seeing right now, and you're kind of alluding to that. That added capacity is really just current suppliers just adding it not necessarily new entrance into the space
2: yes that that's correct uh a lot of the mills are you know that there's not a there's not a lot of uh new entrance in the market there's too many barriers to get in and and um you know uh create a startup in osb per se but the the mills that are running. Um, you know, they've curtailed some operations to build up other operations that, are, that run more efficiently. They've actually, uh, a couple different mills are, are starting new production, especially more on like the com, like the um, specialty type products. Huber had been talking about putting in a mill at quite some time. And um, I know GP's got some production that was slated to come on at some point. And, uh, yeah, for overall, uh, there, there should be more production available. In, in that market but um, you know how how much and how fast is is to be determined and if they've got the ability to you know uh, increase or decrease their production uh, it, it can really create some volatility going forward as well probably the one thing that that's um, I guess would be more of a concern in that one is is that uh, really regionally a lot of the a lot of the different businesses in our industry are are kind of tied to a regional partner, and and what goes on with that particular regional partner, is probably makes more of an effect on on what goes on in the market than maybe what you know may happen nationally. Because, right. you know, for our market, for instance, warehousing, and Grayling. I mean, if if that plant's to go down, then no no matter what happens you know, we do know it's going to be more expensive just simply because of the freight that's behind it.
1: Yeah, we're going to talk more about that. Got to take a break. We'll be right back and talk further with John Colley on the At Home Show 99.7 and 1450 WHTC. Welcome back to the At Home Show. We're on our Second segment here today with John Colley, the senior buyer for USLBM for the Northeast region and a wealth of knowledge. John's been on the show before and, you know, ultimately we try to have him on the show every every quarter to share what's happening in the industry. You know, up until this point this year, not a ton of of volatility and pricing and availability like there has been since the pandemic and so that's been kind of a breath of fresh air for both John and I and as we kind of navigate the waters with supply and making sure that you whether you're a builder a professional a remodeler or a homeowner has the information that you need to be able to pull off successful projects and most of our first segment today, we, we spent talking about the marketplace and what John's seeing out there. And we're going to continue that conversation. We're going to start by talking a little bit about some of the mills, maybe highlighting some of the mills that are making things happen. And then we're going to talk a little bit more specific on kind of the species that are that are coming to the marketplace, trends in, in availability there, and then talking a little bit about the products that are specifically related to the types of projects that you build. Now John, let's talk about the mills a, a little bit more and you, you, you kind of mentioned a few by name, maybe maybe share some, some more as it relates to the ones that are making things happen in the marketplace.
2: We deal with mills from all
1: over the country
2: and you know what, what I guess is probably the more beneficial to us is the ones that are producing in our region. You know, Bewer Lumber in particular. You know, is a partner of ours with a lot of the treated, treated lumber and southern yellow pine. Uh, You know, they they've they've uh, gone from primarily being just a you know just a treater to owning you know owning a mill, and they've actually just you know recently completed uh, you know a hundred million dollar greenfield mill down in Mississippi that that uh, supplies them with, with you know, rail direct lumber to, to this region where they treat and distribute to all of us. And, the, and they also really supply a lot of our yards with, like, a number one uh, southern yellow pine for some structural, you know, applications on it. But uh, they've been a great partner. They've really been getting it done. Great management, you know. I mean, they really focus on their people and they focus on... And it, you know, carries through to their customers, and and you know, I think uh, I think it really shows in in what they're doing in the marketplace. On uh, on a national level, you know, we've we've got some distribution partners that that uh, tend to to really partner with us. And on the lumber side, you know, um, Boise, you know, you know, in terms of USLBM, they've been our number one a partner for. For several years in a row now uh, Boise cascade and some of the the lumber side of it is they run reloads and helps us get product to you uh, quickly efficiently and at a reasonable price and that that's been beneficial for all of us but there's there's also some other regional guys uh, around the area that that help out blue links has been real good in the Great Lakes region um, you know we've had uh, tri-state is out there and starting to gain a little traction. And from the distributorship side that handles the lumber, they're, they're uh, very good regionally. Uh, on the mill level, you know, I think, you know, West Fraser, Canfor, Tolko, Hampton, uh, they're probably the biggest guys. western quality is, is, is great. Uh, getting it here can sometimes be a challenge. Eastern, you know, Hornpane, White River, Green First, Interfor, They get into our market quite a bit as well. The low grades tend to leave a little to be desired, but the number two and better is is great product. And, um, you know, we use it in all our yards. It lands efficiently, and we can probably move it around a little better because it's it's available by truck instead of by car. So there's a lot of options. You know, I wouldn't... We play the east against the West sometimes, just depends on what pricing's doing and you know, if pricing's running up we and we think it might come back down, we we keep it tight and if it's if it's going down and in general we keep it tight. So but if it's if it looks like it's gonna go up long term then, you know, we we do what we do best and that's buy more lumber. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right on. Now, is there anything that our listeners should be aware of as far as getting two by from the east coast versus the west coast anything that they need to to know regarding the species and the types of uh, wood that they're getting
2: well the, the the west coast tends to have more fur species it's a it's a shrinking wood basket so the fiber if we continue to build like we do we, we have to get it from somewhere we're still getting a good supply of spf out of there we're getting more hem fur than Doug fur, Doug fur pricing has been extremely expensive, and um, it it hasn't been as available as hemfur. They've been cutting a lot more hemfur out of the west than than Doug fur. But um, you know, when when we're sourcing that, you know, into into some of the other regions, you know, you know, we're looking for better grades of it because it tends to not yard well, especially in high humidity areas. It has a fuzzy grain that tends to Hold moisture and promote some mold growth, whereas like SPF or Doug doesn't do that.
1: As we're talking about regions, sorry to interrupt you there, John, but I couldn't help but think of a topic that many of our listeners probably are like, hey, well, what, what effect did the forest fires have in Canada? You know, certainly in the Midwest, we had the clouds above us for a couple weeks, it seemed. Can you talk a little bit about that? Impact? No impact? Talk about it.
2: Yeah, you, you know, it it affected the logging um, a bit, but it really didn't affect the mill production, and it, you know, it made minor disruptions in the transportation side of it. So, you know, there, there may be there's a a forest fires crossing a the road. There may be a temporary delay until it gets through and and cools down. But you know, they're still able to to um, you know, run at the mill if it's if it was you know because I. There really was, weren't any mills that I'm aware of, especially in the, you know, Quebec-type regions that were affected on it. So, um, min- minimal effect there uh, this year. They have said that it's an extremely dry year in, all across Canada this year. And, you know, it it's possible that it can affect what, what goes on over there. But to this point, uh, to this part, it hasn't quite been as big of an issue as is, is, uh, we all feel like it is because, you know, here we are breathing the smoke. It, it, it seems like a big issue, you know.
1: Right. What about hurricane season that's coming? you know, what effect do, do hurricanes have on supply, on pricing? Can you talk a little bit about that?
2: Well, t- typically the hurricanes, uh, they have more of an effect on panels than they necessarily do the sticks. And uh, you know, one of the things that they've learned about that over the years is that it doesn't necessarily always hit the market that um, is affected, because a lot of folks that maybe lose their home in one market don't really necessarily want to rebuild there. They'd rather rebuild somewhere where they feel safe, and um, you know, so we we do see an effect on the panel side. I don't, we don't really generally get too much of an effect on. On the lumber side I mean it'll go up but it won't it, it's not in proportion to what you
1: see in the panel side right on some great information John we have just over a minute left paint the picture what are we gonna see the rest of 2023
2: well I think I think short-term we're, we're about I mean we're up a bit but I think it's gonna hang around in this area I think it'll pull back a little bit and then later in q3 there you know i think i think the residential construction has been pretty steady this year there's been some projects that that uh, have been sold that just haven't you know quite started yet but i think i think most of them are in the medium size range they're not you know giant projects and i i think you might get a little bit of a push towards the fall but then but then once you get into time frames You know, Lean by Halloween is kind of the rule in the industry. I think you'll see things pull back a little bit because uh, there's not a lot of folks that want a lot of wood on the ground at the end of the year. And I think until you get the order file into the the new year, I think uh, things will just, you know, stay relatively calm.
1: Well, we're going to hold you to that. We'll have you back in the fourth quarter (laughs) here. (laughs) Thanks, John, for coming on board today. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. Yeah, wealth of knowledge, and yeah, we'll, we'll be sure to have you back. And thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in each and every week on the At Home Show. Remember, if you miss portion of this podcast or previous podcasts, go to whtc.com. Check out the podcast and the At Home Show, where we bring you the latest and greatest on the building industry. Thanks again, and have a great weekend, everyone.
0: The At Home Show has been presented by Zeeland Lumber & Supply. Build. Trust. Be sure to visit our website at whtc.com where you can listen or download this and other past programs at your convenience for free in the podcast tab. Join us next week for another edition of the At Home Show on 99.7 and 14.50 WHTC, a presentation of Midwest Communications.